We are now going to be talking about uh, the Gauteng Department of Economic Development in collaboration with its uh, partners who had a virtual Gauteng SMME summit uh, that was aimed at assisting SMMEs in uh, directing their businesses. This was held in February uh, towards the end of the month and it's uh, the second year that the summit has been in holding. I'd like to welcome uh, Tidiso Muslomi, who's the Director for Special Projects, Strategic Partnerships and international relations at the Gauteng Department of Economic Development. Tidiso, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much, ma'am. How are you? Excellent. Thank you, Tidiso. Um, you know, Tidiso, it's a very uh, great initiative that uh, this particular SMME summit is happening, and it's the second year. I'd firstly like to know, what are some of the notable achievements from the first year's summit? Uh, thank you so much uh, for this opportunity, ma'am. Um, the first year summit, when it was uh, conceptualized, uh, it was uh, based on uh, the need that we have identified as we engaged with the SMMEs in the townships. And uh, in engaging with them, we identified uh, three key barriers uh, to their success. The first barrier we identified was the barrier to in- access to information. Then the second barrier was access to funding. And the third barrier was access to market. We then thought that we needed to bring uh, the corporates and the SMMEs under the one roof uh, in order to close the gap of the barrier to information. Because you will hear people talking about opportunities, but most of the SMMEs would not know where those opportunities are and therefore we wanted to close that gap. We also then brought the development finance institutions under the same roof so that they could talk about the funding models and the, di- the different uh, funding schemes they have for SMMEs. And the third element on uh, the access to market, we then uh, engaged the corporates to say to them, instead of uh, being the SMMEs that are going to pitch their businesses to you, uh, you are supposed to pitch about the opportunities in your pipelines and in your value chains and how can the SMMEs accede to those um, opportunities. So that was a major success because uh, at the end of uh, that summit, um, some of the SMMEs uh, did get access to market. Uh, we have one of the SMME that spoke um, last week, Thursday, about the opportunity he received or his company received from one of the major companies. And uh, we also have other SMMEs that we have managed to plug in uh, with the opportunities uh, in the private sector. So that is a success uh, from the previous uh, summit. Ma'am. We are talking uh, to Tidiso Musomi and uh, we are talking about the Gauteng SMME summit that happened last month. It's the second one that has been holding. I'd like to hear from Gauteng-based SMMEs if these initiatives are initiatives that you appreciate, firstly, and are there initiatives that you as an SMME has found um, great um, growth in your business via attending such summits? Please do call in on 011 714 
0614-104-2006. And if you have any questions around the actual summit for Tidiso, you can also call in or SMS 41391 or WhatsApp 0614-104-107. Now, Tidiso, you know, you, you talk about success, that the, the first uh, summit was a great success. And I'm sure you'll say, use the same word for the second summit, that it's a great success. But success is also measured by numbers. You've only mentioned one SMME that benefited from last year, and you, 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 you loosely say there are others. But what sort of numbers are we talking about here? Because getting access to markets is quite a difficult thing, especially for township-based uh, mm-hmm. uh, businesses. Um, I'll make an example uh, whereby I, I mentioned one. One that particular company did say to us, uh, can we have uh, a list of SMMEs that had attended the summit uh, that would be involved within the space of transport and logistics? And uh, the list that we uh, extracted from that, it was about 25 SMMEs. And uh, unfortunately, about 20 did not make it uh, because uh, they did not follow proper processes. So normally when we engage with the corporates to say, give SMMEs access to market, we also make commitment to say that we will make sure that the SMMEs comply. Uh, unfortunately, then at times, SMMEs uh, me, uh, uh, miss minor details. I'll make an example. Uh, In the 20 that did not make it, some of them have misrepresented themselves, uh, number one. They claim to have the the equipment they did not have. Number two, some of them did not have your simple um, certificates like your tech certificates, and therefore they could not make it. So that is a huge number that we had sent uh, at that particular company. Mm. So, looking at what you're saying now, Tidi, so it's very clear that we are dealing with the small businesses, that hence we call them SMMEs. And in Gauteng, we won't say they are rural areas, but we'll look specifically at township businesses. And we must also understand that issues of processes not being met and compliance not being adhered to are the the basic and crux of um, Business 101. So clearly, this summit this year, did it look at assisting businesses to be compliant or offer training and an understanding of the processes that are required by corporates? Thank you so much for that question. Uh, This particular summit, what we then focused on uh, remember, we, we, we commit to the corporates that we will make sure that the SMMEs comply and that the SMMEs are also competitive. And then for this particular summit, what we, what we did, there was a session whereby uh, the companies were talking about opportunities in their pipeline. And then we had asked them to outline clearly step by step what are the requirements. And also with this particular company that I'm talking about, we then also have asked them to outline what made those 20 SMMEs fail to get the opportunity. So that was the area we dealt with. But the other area that we are focused on was on access to funding. If you are to remember well, uh, in the beginning of uh, the pandemic, the government announced a huge load of money uh, for relief fund, and uh, one of them was uh, the loan guarantee scheme, which was going to be working with the banks. And uh, currently, only 17% uh, of uh, the SMMEs 
uh, manager to, to apply for that and success, succeeded. Others did not. You then also have other forms of relief fund. However, because of uh, SMMEs not uh, getting the right information, and also because of uh, the SMMEs not knowing the criteria, but they did not manage to do that. So what we did was we had two panels from eight uh, development finance institutions who outlined clearly uh, the funding criteria and also the needed um, steps that uh, the SMMEs had to follow. So it, it was very thorough. Let me go to some um, of our listeners who are on the line. Remember, I'd love to hear from Gauteng-based SMMEs around this particular summit and its impact if you've been a beneficiary. The number is 011-714-2006 or you can SMS 41391. I've got Lisiba. Lisiba, good morning. Good morning and thanks for taking my call. You see, the biggest problem is that these people have modes that <clears throat> sorry, they want everybody to fit in. There is no system of theirs. And you can hear when this gentleman says, the corporates said the list of people who attended our... Why, why, why should it be those who attended? So it means they want to lock the SMMEs, I, I actually even hate this word, into their attendees so that they can indoctrinate them to vote them again into power. The thing is, the the thing that is called the township economy today pre-94 these things were working there was business in the townships but then in 1983 the udf came in to ban people to ban people shops take stock out of the shops to say they are burying comrades now without addressing that history because if you go into the townships whether in limpopo or cape town you find shops that were well built, but now because these politicians, and now there are also people who are working. Myself, I I had my own factory where I was manufacturing portable toilets. They banned it. They also they are refusing to pay you. Looking at your history, also if you don't like them or if you don't uh, uh, promote them or if you're not their member, they. Infrastructure development. Um, I can even name the, the, the officials who are refusing to pay me. You see, so these people will never pay anybody. They will come to the radio. What they do now to talk about funding also is is to give you to to again empower the white businesses. Why must we be indebted to them? I've got my business. Um, if if I'm doing tires, BMW is doing cars, BMW will hear about, because they are also looking for quality for, for, for brand association also. They will find, why must I need a government to be licensed between me and BMW? Hmm. So it's not a private sector anymore. This is a government initiative. And being a government initiative, they are only there to uh, to release money from the fiscals so that they can give it to, to their white companies. 
But there is Lisiba, nothing that these people are doing. Lisiba, let me let me allow um, Tidiso to weigh in on what you have said. Thank you very much. Um, Tidiso, Lisiba is of the view that there's really nothing that is being done with this particular summit or initiatives of this nature. And uh, we need to redress the issues of the past that have crippled township economies. Um. I, I, I've listened to Lisiba and um, he, he has raised some uh, valid issues. And uh, But let me address the issues that are in my pay grade uh, as a bureaucrat. <laughs> Ooh, now we're going pay grade side. I think, <laughs> I think you shouldn't have used that line. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So one, um, he, he did mention that we, we said only the SMMEs that had attended. Uh, let me then put that clear that as a department, we, we are serving the community at large. And um, the quest to create access to market uh, is not, um, not something that we are doing for few individuals. Um, our offices are open for people that have ideas. Now, here is something that I also need to make clear, is that, yes, Lisiba is right, if he's making tires, BMW is making cars, uh, they are looking for quality, they can liaise directly. However, what we have seen, or the stories that we hear on a daily basis from SMMEs is that uh, I have sent an email to that particular corporate, they are not responding. I have tried to call them, they are not uh, picking up the calls. Then what we have been doing in this instance is that we have been knocking on the doors on behalf of the SMMEs. And uh, by doing that, we are saying, um, as government, uh, we understand that um, the access to market uh, is uh, an issue that uh, everyone should have, especially the SMMEs. But uh, we, we then have that power that when we knock at the doors, the doors are opening. And therefore, it's not necessarily for those that have attended. The particular SMME summit that we had last week, Thursday and Friday, um, it was uh, live streamed on uh, YouTube. It was live streamed on Facebook. It was live streamed on all our social media. So it was open for everyone. It was not just for um, you know a few individuals. Let me go to Tammy, who's in Orlando West. Good morning, Tammy. Hi. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. Thank you, Tammy. Awesome stuff. I've got three questions, and may I ask something? After those questions are answered, may I have a follow-up on them? And uh, is, uh, is this a follow-up uh, from uh, Tidiso? From my questions. Okay. The responses to them. Okay. Number one, I'd just like to ask you, Tidiso, which is, in terms of last year's summit, how many SMEs attended that they know of who registered with them and who got opportunities so that we are measuring something here? Number two, in terms of the access to markets, I think we, we have a begging hand as government and people don't understand the power of government even though they work for government. You don't go begging to corporate. You instruct corporate that for, in order for you to do business with us, these are the conditions you shall give access to SMEs. You don't ask. Because if you ask me, I'll say no. And what are you going to do about that? Lastly, Access to market also includes government. If Tidiso could tell me, how the government, how much budget did it have for the entire province for services 
and what percentage of that budget went to SMEs? Thank you very much, Tammy. And uh, let's uh, let's uh, take it to Tidiso to respond. And Tidiso, remember, Tammy is uh, also hoping for some uh, sort of uh, follow-up on uh, the three issues he's raised. Okay. Um, we hosted the 2019 summit in December. And uh, we then had uh, the hard lockdown, was it in March, end of March? And um, now between that time and uh, the, the summit, um, I have mentioned one particular company that had uh, requested uh, those SMMEs that we linked, uh, who unfortunately did not make it. Now, the plan with the summit was when we come to the second summit, uh, we need to look back and uh, retrace our steps and say, uh, these are the SMMEs that have been granted access to markets. Remember, the commitments were made uh, at that summit uh, in 2019. And uh, therefore, those commitments were supposed to be followed up. Unfortunately, they fell through because of uh, the situation. So that part then I would put aside. In terms of uh, the government uh, for, for access to markets, um, in the, in the previous SOPA and also the SOPA this year and also the previous SOPAs, um, the Premier had mentioned uh, the amount that had been spent on services, uh, on uh, small businesses. And I think in the previous SOPA, uh, he mentioned a figure of about uh, 2 billion rand, which was spent on uh, the, the services and uh, different other things that were done by government, by the Gauteng government. And I still don't hear a response around numbers because he asked how many attended and how many were assisted, so in numbers. Oh, I, I, I thought I answered that one. Uh, we had about 250 SMMEs attended, and, uh, and then I have mentioned that the conditions, the conditions actually affected the follow-up uh, from that. And uh, we do have a solid five SMMEs uh, out of that within the space uh, that we had, which was uh, uh, January and March, that we managed uh, to help get access to markets. Okay, so out of the 200-odd, only five uh, have been uh, beneficiaries of something that is tangible. But it, it seems like a bit of a slap, you know, in the wrist to say to us, um, uh, Tidi, so that the conditions hindered you as a department from following up with 200 SMMEs. I'm sure your offices weren't closed during lockdown. Uh, I'm sure you were working from home. Um, that means office closed, but people are still working. Why n- no follow-up? Oh, no, no, no. We, with the SMMEs, we kept contact. Um, the, the, those SMMEs are throughout lockdown. We were engaging with them. However, remember that uh, what we were supposed to be doing was uh, linking them with opportunities. And uh, with the hard lockdown, most of the companies uh, had closed. They were not working. Noted. We'll continue with our discussion uh, straight after the news uh, headlines. It's uh, 10.30 now, and let's go to Utsi Lesaku. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. 
Half past uh, 10 had the time right now on your dial and we are talking the Gauteng SMME that was hosted by the Gauteng Department of Economic Development in uh, collaboration with its uh, public sector and private sector partners. It was a virtual summit that was held at the end of February, so last week. And Tsidiso um, Muslomi is the Director of Special Projects, Strategic Partnership and International Relations in uh, the Gauteng Department of Economic Development. He's joining us today. I'd like to hear from you, Gauteng-based SMMEs, if you've had any positive uh, impact from uh, such initiatives by the Gauteng Department of Economic Development. WhatsApp on 0614-104-107 or call in on 011-714-2006. Thank you very much for staying with us, Tidiso. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, Tidiso, I'm going to go to Loazi, who's holding, and uh, Loazi is based here in Gauteng. Okay. Good morning, Loazi. Um, good morning uh, to your guests and good morning to your listeners. So I think uh, your listener, when your guest, when he mentioned the fact that the key problems for the SMMEs are number one, access to information, number two, access to markets, and number three, access to funding. I think is absolutely spot on. And, uh, and I'm very glad that the, um, the, the summit focused on the opportunities from the private sector. I want to give a little bit of statistics because a lot of people, they only focused on the public sector. Public sector, they spend only $200 billion annually on procurement. However, the GDP of the country is 6 trillion rand per year, which means that about 200, which means about 2 trillion of spend is being procured by the private sector. So there's much, much more opportunities in the private sector. However, the companies in the, the township economy, township um, uh, entrepreneurs, don't have information about all the opportunities at companies like Vodacom, Sasol, etc., etc. I, I think it's a noble thing that you did with the, with, the, um, with the summit. However, you need something that will provide information continuously, uh, year in, year out. And, uh, and that's exactly what we've done. Is when we've created a portal that's called um lulabizhub.com lulabizhub.com so what the portal does is it allows the private sector to put in their two trillion runs worth of um opportunities so that they can be accessed in fact it also puts all the SMEs they can log in and put in and advertise their 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 companies on the portal so that all these big companies can actually search around find the the companies that they need um, I just wanted to say that there are some solutions using uh, technology and the digital space. Yes, sorry, to assist with that. The last one. The last All right. Uh, so, Mwazi, I'm hearing background noise from you. I'm going to have to let you go. Thank you very much for letting us know about uh, solutions and technology. Let me go to Tabo, who's in Kimberley. Tabo, oh, good morning. Good morning, good morning, ma'am, and your colleague. Good morning. Do you have something on in your background? No, okay, because I'm hearing some some um, audio there, but uh, it's okay. Tabo, what what is your comment or question? Yeah, that that uh, interference doesn't come from me. But anyway, my my contribution is around the issue of um, incubators, because all these things that have been mentioned they revolve around the support that is given to SMEs, and uh, we're not talking about. Uh, you know, generic support where you have a department and there's millions of people that want to access that support. But if you have uh, incubators that are sector specific 
then there's a very good chance that uh, those SMEs will be given the support that they need. You know, and if it's sector specific, for example, right now I'm working on um, on an incubator model for the food industry. I mean, you go anywhere in the country, the food services industry is dominated by your 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 multinational um, chains. You know, I don't want to mention the names, but the point I'm trying to make is all these challenges can be averted by ensuring that there's an ecosystem you know, micro-ecosystem that addresses the needs of the SMEs within their localities. And I believe that uh, the incubator model is quite effective in addressing those challenges because now to try and do everything like the department is trying to do at the moment, it's not going to deliver any fruits. It will go into the next decade without really making a difference. And my request, if, if I can just get the contact details of your guest, please. Thank you. All right, uh, Tabo, thank you for that. Um, uh, so I'm sure at the end of the show you'll give us, uh, or the end of our conversation, you'll give us means and ways that uh, people can be in touch with you. Um, Tidiso, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at uh, the, the, some of the, the, the challenges that township entrepreneurs face. They have to deal with the big retail malls and retailers in their space. Uh-huh. And, and this is huge competition. And then they're also dealing with um, a lot of uh, foreign-owned businesses in the townships that have uh, price competitiveness because of bulk buying um, within these particular um, uh, foreign-owned businesses. How w- will you, as uh, the department, the Gauteng Department of Economic Development, assist the SMMEs who are trying to get back on their feet or who are starting businesses in the township in light of these challenges? Um, one of the initiatives that the department is doing, uh, there is a bill that uh, has been sent out for public participation. I think that process has finished. The bill is called the Township Economy Development Bill, uh, which is basically meant to um, insulate uh, certain areas uh, of the townships uh, for small businesses, South African-owned businesses. And um, I, I think uh, before the end of this year, it would then be enacted into a law. And then that would regulate a business uh, within the township and uh, also the role that is also played by big businesses. So we are waiting for that to be enacted. And uh, we do believe that it will be a game changer. It will also give the township SMMEs a fighting chance within that space. Thank you so very much, uh, So for joining us and shedding light on uh, the summit that you hosted in Gauteng for SMMEs. Please give us contact details then uh, that our SMMEs can be able to reach you. Um, I'll give an email address, which is my email, uh, my name, Tsidiso uh, Moshomi, T-S-E-L-I-S-O dot Moshomi, M-O-H-L-O-M-I, at gauteng.gov.za. Excellent. Thank you very much, Tsidiso. Thank you so much for hosting me, ma'am.